Welcome to the Communicate for Good podcast, where leaders on a mission to make the world a better place come to talk and learn about how communication, language, and words can help increase awareness, revenue, and impact with less stress and more joy. I'm your host, Erica Mills Barnhart, and I'm so excited you're here with me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Communicate for Good podcast. I'm Eric Mills Barnhart. I am your host. And this is the first episode of 2023, which I find amazing and kind of wonderful. <laughs> in 2022, rather late in the year, we broke through this podcast, broke through a big podcast milestone. We cruised past um, the 10,000 download mark. Now, in the world of podcasting, yes, there are podcasts that get that, you know, 10x that every week. But it's still a big deal because it's a really small percent of podcasts that get that far. So I'm super proud of myself and my team for sticking with it through the many fits and starts and road bumps that we've encountered on this podcast journey. And I have you to think. I mean, you're the ones who are listening. And in particular, I have any of you listeners who, when I put the podcast on hiatus, because I was like, I don't know, you know, I was just sort of assessing, you reached out and said, when's the next podcast coming out? What's happening? And that really, that inspired me. It said there's value in this. So thank you for intentionally or unwittingly <laughs> encouraging me to keep going. I think a lot about and reflect a lot about like what what keeps us going when things get tough? Like it's easy to sort of roll with momentum when that's what's happening. But what what keeps us going and what you keep me going? And also having, you know, a sense of where you're going and why is super important. So we find ourselves in New Year's Eve resolution goals, word of the year, vision boarding. It's the season for all of that. I'm not for against any of these things. <laughs> if they help you have the year you want to have, awesome. But one thing that irks me is the feeling that you have to do these things and that you're like bad or wrong or defective or something like negative if you don't do something to make 2023 like the best year ever, all caps. It's the suggestion that the new year needs to be better than the last, right? Better is simultaneously judgy and it's lazy, to be honest. It sounds good. What's wrong with better after all? But what does better really truly mean? And this is the beef I have with what whatever, if you choose to do something, it's this sort of implicit, tacit assumption that it must be more than or better than last year. So we start the year off with some vague notion. I have this notion, right? A little bit of magic. That this is the year when all the everything is going to happen. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I will say witnesses with many others. Like 2022, we were just like crawling to the finish line, right? So there's just like, yay, a clean slate. I totally get that. And you know me, I'm an eternal optimist. Like as a, for instance, at the beginning of uh, the winter break, I slipped on ice. We had, I'm, you know, I live in Seattle, live and work in Seattle. And so we had this wacky ice storm. And yet I was like, I'm going to go out for a walk, which is so quintessential, Erica, right? <laughs> My husband's parting words were like, it's it's actually quite slippery. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally got it. 
Yeah, you know where I got? I got one block away and I landed hard on my tailbone and my head. So I started out with a break, bruising my tailbone and funking my head. And I did. I literally just laid there for a second. But like the how I am wired and how I cultivate my mindset is always to ask, why did this happen for me? Not to me, but for me. Like I really, I'm always on the prowl for the silver lining. And I'm still dealing with a little bit of like a little bit of the headache going on, but not bad. I'm still feeling like I got off um, pretty easy given how hard the fall was. But it was so interesting that happened late December, right? So I think it added for me this year to a sense of like, bye-bye, 2022. Thanks. Thanks for the gifts. Thanks for the insights. Hello, 2023, right? So I love the optimistic feeling of the early days of January. But resolutions are only one thing or one tool in your life and leadership toolbox that can create that sense of focus and optimism. Now, I'm not going to go into all the different ways. I mean, I'm sure your inbox, like mine, is just like inundated with all the thingy-dingies that you could be doing right now. Although I am a longtime fan of having a word, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, or words that sort of epitomize what you're hoping to get, um, you know, a, f- a filter through which you can make decisions as you go through through the year. So I'll make a plug for that. But again, you you don't need to do any of these things. So instead of like, here's a you know, here's a suite of tools. I want to offer you an invitation and a permission slip. And if you if you need one, <laughs> no, no need to take me up on either of these. The invitation is if you are someone who finds value in identifying New Year's resolutions or goals, whatever you choose it to be, that you find a better word than better, right? It's going to be a better year, better health you know, better relationships. What does that mean? Uh, What does better mean? Okay. And again, this is so that you can increase your likelihood of of being successful um, with whatever it is in your life that you're wanting to level up. So running through this through, like the idea of New Year's resolutions through the Claxon Method, let's do that together. If you, again, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, There's a whole bunch of other podcasts where we go through the method in detail in other applications. I just released the holiday edition um, a couple of weeks back. You can listen for that. But really fundamentally, it's asking and answering questions in the following order. What does success look like? Who do I need to engage in order to be successful? And how am I going to engage with those people? How am I going to be successful in the way that I've articulated? And and this part's super important. There's a whole episode dedicated solely to the why behind your what. Okay, so so the Claxon Method, what, who, how, driven by the why. So what does better look like in 2023? What does that mean to you? What does it mean to you right now? Can you get more specific? Another way of asking this would be, what change do you want to create in your life, in your work life, in your personal life, whatever it may be? And again, why does that matter to you? And why does it matter now? Now, um, I was just talking to Sophie on Team Claxon, and she, I love this. She, and she had heard it for somebody else. She couldn't remember who, so we can give attribution, but if this is you, let us know. Which is this idea of it, like, Maybe better, and like I'm air quoting a lot. You can't tell because this is audio, but I'm air quoting. I'm saying better is like looking at what you what went well last year for you that you're like, yeah, more of that, please. Maybe better is more of the things that went well last year. 
really it's a commitment to like steady stating the things that you are proud of that you're feeling are working for you and not adding anything additional to your plate. Maybe that's what better looks like, right? So once you identify that for yourself, and I'm going to give you an, an example in a minute, who do you need on your support squad or team or whatever to make that happen? Really, who does that need to be? Who do you need to engage with? Who do you need to support you? Okay, and then how are you going to make the change? How are you going to get to this more specifically defined state of betterness? So for instance, one of the top resolutions every year, I was just actually looking at the research and it, yes, it is better health, which is a good one. I have this, if you have this, yay you. And again, if you don't have any of this, keep listening, it's totally fine. Just a note, whenever I'm sharing these things, I'm sharing them first and foremost with you. If you think they would be valuable to people in your network and community, on your team, in your organization, you are free to share them freely, right? So maybe maybe this isn't relevant to you, but you, you can see someone on your team or a colleague who like w- wants to do this work, share this with them. Maybe it'll give them a, a way, a path forward that's just a little... A little one bubble off plum of what um, others are, are recommending, right? So let's stick with better. What do you really mean by better health? Does that mean eating healthier, exercising more, moving more? And why does that matter, right? So we stop short here. You might get to like, it means eating better. Why does that matter? And we're a little, we're a little bit socialized to do this, by the way, that I'm not like trying to like finger waggle at you. It's like, if it is sort of a universal better, as it were, we don't take that next step for ourselves to say, why does that matter to me? This piece is so important to goal attainment. So do that for yourself if you're going to do this work. So the way I've learned that works best for me, and this is the like slight tweak, is to pick, this part isn't unique really, an overarching word for the year. Okay, you're seeing all sorts of people come out with that. And then I add on, and so I have an overarching word for the year. My year for 2023 is actually radiance. I just feel like we've gone through a period of darkness, and I want to be proactive about bringing light and shining shining it as many places as I can and having that be reflected back as well. So radiance is my overarching word. But then I also come up with a word that encapsulates my focus for different areas of my life, professional, business, relationships, health you know, whatever it may be for that year. I don't do this for all realms of my life every year. That's just, I don't have that bandwidth. Some people do it that way. I really pick and prioritize. So for me this year, one of my priorities is health, okay? So my word regarding health is actually strength. A fun fact, or maybe a weird fact about me is that I I love lifting weights. One of the best classes that I took in undergrad was a weightlifting class taught by a woman who was totally passionate about making sure that women felt confident in a weight room. I forget why I took this class, to be honest. It fulfilled some sort of requirement, but it has stuck with me because I, as a woman, can walk into pretty much every weight room and be like, yeah, I'm good. I know how to work all the equipment for the most part, right? So I love lifting weights. I'm kind of strong by nature, but I, you know, I realized I don't, I don't have an objective measure for that. I know that last year I lost some strength. Thank you, COVID and some other things hitting my head. And um, having that loss, you know, made me realize that I really value that in my life. And so that's my what, right? What it looks like is me getting stronger. But I want that to be somewhat objective, right? Like you can fool yourself pretty quickly if you don't have something measurable against which um, you're sort of basing progress, right? So my who is I need a professional, like someone who is passionate 
about helping women like me get strong. Yeah, there's a word for this. It's called a personal trainer. Personal trainer who could show me and teach me how to get stronger. So I have a multifaceted how on this. How am I going to get stronger? I'm going to find a professional, go to the gym, which for I like that for me. So that's not a big heartache. But um, I don't need a personal trainer there to like whip me into shape multiple times a week. Okay, like I like going to the gym. So I'm like, I'm going to use that to my advantage um, and be smart about how much I'm investing in the personal trainer. I want somebody who wants a month comes up with a plan for me. Here's like, go do the thingy dingies, Erica. Here's all the, here's your workouts. Here's your exercises. And then takes the time to show me how to do them properly. Because like, just like driving, you know, my my son is learning how to drive. And it turns out I have a lot of bad habits when it comes to driving because I've been doing it for so long. Ditto, like I learned how to lift weights when I was 18. That's, you know, a year or two ago. So why, you know, I want to make sure that I have good form and all those things. So that's it. That's my what and my who and my how and my overarching word is strength. Okay. So, um, and I have my own personal whys behind why strength is important to me as well. Now, obviously, that's a personal example, not a business one or a professional one um, or a one specific to leadership, except the way in which I want to lead my life. But the same applies regardless of sector, sphere of life, whatever it is that you want to focus on. If you are in a leadership position, finding that word can be very powerful, right? It really can be an organizing principle for how you look forward to the year and how you walk through it as things come come along. It, it helps, you know, I was I was asking at the beginning of this, like, how do we overcome things when they're when things get tough? And I think having a grounding principle, grounding word, whatever, again, whatever it is for you, it is something that really makes a big difference. Now. The permission slip. I've been hinting at this the whole way. I just want to say, if you're someone who just does not get a lot out of the clean slate, it's January, let's like leave the year behind, you know, like all of this stuff, you aren't obligated to do any of the, the things that are coming at you, right? Including what I just went over, right? If that serves you or if you want to take it and, you know, tweak it so we should be awesome, if it doesn't, cool, right? Let 2023 at least be a year where if you're, especially if you're sort of a rule follower or someone who feels like they, there are things that you're supposed to do, just give yourself the permission to say, will that serve me? Will it truly serve me, right? I mean, the past few years have really, they've been a study in polarity. We're going to talk more about polarity and polarity management in future episodes. It's very powerful, concept and toolkit for leaders and in how you communicate. Communicate for good is based on laws of polarity. So we're going to come back to that. But the study in polarity of 2022 and really the past few years is like you know, polarity means there's two poles to something, right? And they 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 are dynamic to be managed, right? So they're not a problem to be solved. They are dynamic to be managed. And there's the polarity of lows, lows, lows and challenges juxtaposed against highs that felt amazing possibly because they were few and far between. I don't know, right? But it was a study in that. And so who the heck Ola knows what 2023 is going to serve up? What I wish for all of you is that it's a gentle year, right? And gentle can still have amazing moments to it. But I really, you know, I'm hoping that there's just a bit more ease, there's more spaciousness, there's more radiance, there's more light. 
then it is also true that we can only see the light for the darkness. Like I really, I hold that dear. And so, and like I said, I'm an optimist. Um, and so I hold on to that. So if anything, you know, that you're getting in your inbox or anything in this podcast, you're like, yeah, that's gonna, okay. I want that for me in 2023. That'll serve me. Sweet. If not, permission slip granted, hall pass granted to just move through your January without doing any of these things. Now, if you haven't listened to episode 67, Getting Good with Good Enough, I I really encourage you to give it a listen. It, it talks about this really sort of beautiful way of thinking about what will service, what does enough mean, pulled from some different cultures. So I really love that episode. Apparently, listeners did too, because it got what it was one of the most downloaded episodes of uh, 2022. So I just encourage you to listen to that. If you do want to get clear on what better, and again, we would more specifically define this means for you, your team, your organization in 2023, or talk about anything else related to communication, marketing, messaging, and making the world a better place, uh, mark your calendar for January 19th, 10 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, because I'm going to be hosting my first ever virtual Ask Me Anything, aka AMA, and I would just love to see you there. This is an exclusive for newsletter subscribers. So if you're listening to this podcast, but you're not a subscriber to Claxton's newsletter, go sign yourself up from that for that. The link is in the show notes, um, so you can go do that. I am wishing you a beautiful start to the year, whatever it may look like. And I look forward to seeing you on January 19th, if you can join me. Meanwhile, do good, be well, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Communicate for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would right here, right now, go rate and review the podcast. Your review will help even more purpose-driven leaders, teams, and organizations learn how to use words to change the world. To find more ways that communication can help you increase awareness, revenue, and impact, head on over to www.claxon.communicationnos.com.